If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, look at me. Hello. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. All right, you mopes. This is a big one. This is a controversial one, bro. We have two sections here. We're going to do a little thing after the, to bring us down back to earth. Because this might get a little, we might start a little rumble here between me and Pete and Rufrano. And then after, we're going to do a little firehouse stuff that I have here in my little notey book. But today's topic, Pete, it's our two cents. Blech. Blech. Our two That's going to be great for our audio listeners. On the CV19 or the pandemic. I just want to let you know. The virus. I am, I am contributing to this under protest. Yeah, he don't want to talk about it. Because he's a big fat P-U-S-S-Y boy. It's the hottest. It's the hottest about? thing that's going on, right? Well, we're we'll related to fire somehow. We'll all right. To fire somehow. All right. I said, all right. I'm here. I'm ready to go. I have a drink. I'm ready to You go. have thoughts on it, don't you? Yeah. A little yes? bit. I'm fucking locked in my house. What am I doing? What, that's I'm going to say, let me start off by making one statement, and you tell me what you think about this. All right? We're starting off. We're shooting right now. We're coming out shooting. <sighs> I'm coming out shooting because I got a lot of shit that I wrote down here. Oh, you know right. what I'm saying? You're prepared. And here's the I thing. Like I heard this. I can't take credit for this. I heard this from a woman, okay? We were exposed to a virus from a communist country, which essentially turned us into a communist country mm. by taking uh, away our right to assemble, our right to practice religion. So at what point do we make the decision to shut down the whole country over a virus? Well, That's what I want to know. When they're taking away my freedoms and liberties and my choice to go out or not go out and not get the sickness or not get the sickness and recover, wh where do we go wrong here? Where do we get away from this country uh, where China tells you you got to stay in your house, you can't go to work, you can't go to well, church, China's you not. can't go to the gym? But that's what China does. So this is what I'm saying. This is how I'm starting this off. 
Yeah, but we're, we're not doing it because it. of that. We're doing it because China doesn't give a shit about the people. You know what I mean? Oh. They really don't give a shit about their people. I mean, people are making decisions here based on the fact. I mean, New what? York has 30,000 fucking cases already in, 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 I'm glad in a couple you brought of weeks. That up. I'm glad you brought that up, my friend, because let's talk about the statistics, okay? And we're locked in the house right now. Imagine Why? if we weren't. Well, okay. So let's talk about this. In the U.S., there's 54,453 cases of the... So it's only 16, it. right? We're not allowed to say it, by the way. Okay. So the, HIV, the HIV or the 700, virus? 737 deaths, okay? 737. Now, my question is, why is anybody in a panic? Why is anybody telling you can't go to work for the flu? Okay? I hear all these things like, oh, this is more contagious than the flu, and this is more deadly than the flu. Really? Because in 2018-19, 43 fucking million people were infected by the flu, 647,000 people were hospitalized, and 61,200 people died of the flu. 737 people, as opposed to 61,000 people died of the flu. Now, you want to go to H1N1, the swine flu? Okay. 60.8 million, million cases of the swine flu. 274,000 hospitalizations and fucking 14 to 18,000 deaths. Globally now, there's a number out there. Globally, from the H1N1, 575,000 deaths. Globally. Wow. Okay? And you know what this one affected? 80% of the people that infected uh, affected uh, with their mortality is 65 and under. And why is that? Because there was an H1N1 before the one that came in 2009. For older people who saw it, right, they had it and they, they got over it and they built up an immunity to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's why most of the younger people who never saw it before, 80% of the people were under 65. So 575 motherfucking people died from H1N1 and we didn't shut anything down. So what I say to people is, why not? What's the difference? I hear all these things like, well, this is going to be totally deadly. This is going to be this. This can last how long? This can do this. This can spread easier. I don't know, man. You talk about 60.8 million fucking people who had it. That looks like it spread pretty well to me, man, in a year. Yeah, it's a pretty good big number there. That's a big number. And yeah, that's, just, that's just in the States, right, you're saying? Yeah, the same 575,000 total deaths worldwide in the, in the course of a year. That's what I got. You know, I don't know. I don't know, how, I don't know how the thing really steam steamrolled into this. Right early on, it seemed like we were trying to, you know, uh, that's keep what it, I got. Keep Taylor, 80 percent, eighty percent under sixty-five years old on the H one N one, H one N one in two thousand. It just seemed like as soon as somebody made a move to isolate, that mm -hmm. was it, man. Everybody, you know, the NBA was like one of the first organizations to do Shut it down. and then that was it it was just boom boom after that the nhl did it you know it was just you know then then we started with the with the job then we started with the school my daughter's home from college she's not going her semester next year is already canceled uh, right. uh you know or this year i should say her, her spring mm -hmm. semester is already canceled so you know right. i can't imagine you know uh i mean we're hanging on with the market obviously but uh you know at some point you, you know what my thing is if you're going to shut everything down which i get my my point to you is 
we're already here. Mm -hmm. We might as well run the course, right? Now we're here already. We're we're here. We're already shut down. I'm okay down. with that. And you right. know what? And I was in the beginning. I was fighting it. I was like, my wife was like, practice social distancing. Practice social distancing. I was right. giving her a hard time. But you know what? We're here. You're right. We're here. So, so all these assholes when, who I see on the street, right? Right. Well, that's well, that's my that's another point. You know, like I agree. you say, you know, like if we're going to do this, it seems like the majority of people are taking care of business, right? Then let's just, you know, I was just having this conversation with my wife. When, when is it, when do we start? When it, you know, like today, I've been following the cases every, every day in the United States. We're still going up every day. It's about 10,000 10, cases a day uh -huh. that we're getting. Yep. So we're like around 60. So uh -huh. when do we, when it first starts to come down, like let's say tomorrow it's only 8,000 or 5,000. Then when do we... When do we start to get back to normal? Like when, like I think you had mentioned something the other day, Kev. When when it's down to fifty, like some of these places around the world, they get they got fifty cases a day. Like what are you doing? You're shutting everything down for you know. I don't I don't I don't get I don't know what to do. Listen, I, don't, I, I agree with what you're saying. Me. I agree with what you're saying. We're here already. He said fifteen days. Even if he said, let's take another seven to ten days, and then everything's opening. We're here already. Let's do it. I mean, my my whole thing is, how do we get here? How I don't do we know get how we in got, such a state of goddamn panic, panic where everything is shut down, bro? And 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 Trump has said it a million times: the cure can't be worse than the disease. You know, we can't crash and tank this economy because we crash and tank this economy. It's not only us; it's our kids, it's their kids, and their kids who are going to suffer. Okay, for years and years and years, those well, people, all these I'm people. All these people, what's who? Maybe they wanted to retire, or maybe they wanted to do this, or done. You know, you crash this economy. That's all done. Man, people going to college, people doing it. How many people? Well, I think it was fourteen thousand people committed suicide during the Great Depression. Fourteen thousand. No. no, 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 no. Forty. Forty thousand people committed during suicide. Great, committed suicide during the Great Depression. Okay. We're at seven hundred and thirty-seven right now. So if we tank this economy, it's going to be a lot worse than the Great Depression, bro. You're going to have that many people, companies just going out of business. How long can people stay, keep their doors closed, and not make money before they, they go belly up? People are already they're already panicking. It's a it's a goddamn seven days. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not even seven days. And, we're, right. and he's talking about a trillion-dollar bailout. Right. You know, so what are you going to do in a month or three weeks? Two trillion. Two week? what, yeah, well, two I'm trillion. just saying, you want to talk about your kids. Right. You know what I mean? What are they? You know, for us it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? What What are they going to have? It just uh, let me. You know, it's just, it's not even a week. It's one yeah. week, and people. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you another thing that I, I would look. To. I'm not. I don't know nothing about science. I'm not a doctor. I just decided to look everywhere I could on different studies on herd immunity. Now, according to the CDC, it occurs when a percentage of the community is immune to a disease, either through vaccination or through prior illness. So making the spread of the person to person unlikely because basically once you have it and a vast majority of the population has it, there's no place for the virus to go. It dies off. It can't grow. It can't spread when it go, when somebody is immune to it. So what I'm saying to you is, okay, 80%, me and Pete were having a conversation before you signed on because Cuomo said that 80%, now this, this is another thing, why are you throwing a scan number out there like 80% of the of the population of New York is going to get it. Okay. Even if you do throw that number out there and they get it. So what? How many people are recovering? And maybe we create a herd immunity to it. 
Maybe we're not, you know, we, we create this immunity towards it because people got it and they got better. What's the percentage of people getting it and, and getting better as opposed to the amount of people dying, especially now with the, uh, what we're talking about, Pete, with the Z-Pack and the hydrochloroquine, hydrochloroquine. Mm -hmm. you know, when they mm -hmm. start using this on people who are very serious and it starts knocking it out in six days. So maybe a, a 0.1% mortality rate or 1% mortality Which is, rate. It's, it's around where the flu is, right? No, the flu's got to be higher than that, according to the numbers that I'm sending here. Well, if I'm looking at the chat here, Blake K has a has a good point. The the issue oh, is that, that the virus has a two percent mortality rate, where the flu has a 0.1 percent percent mortality rate. So the thing is, while on the one hand you you can survive the flu and you can also survive this, it has a higher mortality rate and it spreads faster because of the incubation period so okay so what is the what did the h1n1 have pete what was the mortality rate of h1n1 i don't know let's find out checking it out right now okay h1n1 mortality and I mean, that listen that two percent number this is an early number so i mean you know chinese the china thought they had a six percent now they've backed that off to a one or two percent when the, when the real numbers started coming in you know so Plus, like you said, it's affecting the the elderly. So you're gonna have this and, one and is people, right? Yeah. And hey, 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 Lou, Lou, just watch your mic. It's hitting your uh, zipper on your sweater there. Okay. Yeah, man. there you go. So it's uh, you know, I'm is sure that hanging down in your vagina. You all right? Uh, why, why, why you gotta go? Why you gotta <laughs> fucking hit me with the vagina? What did I say I that I'm being I, a pussy? I, I, not, you're not. You're not. I, I saw an opening. There. I had to go for it. All right. I'll let you. Sorry. I'll let you have it. All right. Thanks, bro. What do you got, Pete? What's the mortality rate of the H1N1? I, I am having. I'm. I was looking for it. Let me find. Let me see if I could find it. Keep going. Um. But I, I listen, guys. Either way, here's here's one way to look at this. Okay, mortality, no mortality, whatever. There's going to come a time when the economy has to take precedence, and you know why? Either you're going to kill us with the the disease, right? Or you're going to kill us with the economy. Either one has equal. Uh, weight, in my humble opinion, right? Because mm -hmm. you have you have the disease that can hit. I, for example, I'm I'm in bad shape with my lungs. I have pretty bad asthma, so if I get this, mm -hmm. it's bad for me. Uh, if you're older, you didn't, it's you bad didn't explain that to me when I was breaking your balls before. You didn't say that you had. No, you said you nothing. Yeah. You, no, you said to wait, wait for the podcast. So here we are. I did. Say so, that. I did. So, that, so that's one thing, right? And then, but then two, you know. Um, my wife just lost her job. She was laid off and she was, uh, she was earning quite a bit of money. So here we are now. And, and we're wondering what the hell we're going to do with our. Okay. So Pete, here's an example. So you guys, I'm not, I don't know what the likelihood of you or the boys or your wife getting it, but let's say we go another two months and none of you get it. How right. long are the effects of your wife losing a job? If she can't right. get another job That's back with the economies in the tank, how much, how does that have an, an adversity? Uh, effect on your wife and family for many years to come as a parent. Of course, parent that's what I'm saying. Hey, so, if, if you or let's say your boys got it, God forbid, or my little boys got it, mm -hmm. they're gonna recover, bro. It's just they're gonna mm -hmm. recover. Mm -hmm. So, if we're gonna get it, this is what I say. Okay, keep it closed for a while. Stop the spread. You know, you want to slow down the curve or whatever it is. Flatten the, the curve. Flatten the curve. Flatten right. It. You want to yeah. flatten the curve. Flatten the goddamn curve, and let everybody go back. Let the young people go back to work. You want to shelter the older people. Tell them they got to stay in. Keep them away. Tell all the people they got to stay away. But open the goddamn country, man, because you're going to crush this economy and you're going to crush the way of living. And a lot more people are going to be affected 
that would be with this guy with this uh yeah, I can't say. I think it's, um, I think it's, it's not going to happen slow. for quite some time, Kev. It's not going to happen for at least a couple months. We're going to be sitting on our hands for about a month, maybe 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 a month and a half or two months even, and then we'll all be like this, wondering what's going to happen. But no, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think, I don't think, I can't see two months. I mean, it's it's not even a week. It's a week, and people are going out of their minds, right? Yeah, talking about this shit. I mean, every time I go on, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about it, but. I think that once you see the number start to go over the hump, that that's when you'll start to see some movement. But right. you know, this thing is two weeks, right? It takes two weeks supposedly. They still don't know, I guess. But yeah, no, no, but, but 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 you know, so two weeks ago, a, people were running around. So now, yeah, they're getting it. So that that that's been going on for you know. So now it's only you have to wait the amount of time. You got to wait one more week. Just yeah, but just in China. For that in China in China, right? They've been over two months, well over two months with this. And now they've let people in Wuhan in particular go back to work and the cases are starting to spike and um, hit again. So, you know- What's gotten a spike? Because last time I saw they weren't getting any new cases. Nah, they're getting new cases now again after- I don't uh, they say anyway, so- I was just gonna say, yeah. you, can't, you can't listen to what's going on over there. I mean, it's a whole, it's a free for all. We just gotta worry Crying about out us. loud, you can blindfold these people with dental floss. You're gonna try. <laughs> so I was in line at the I bank, right? I can say that, you. my wife is Asian. <laughs> I can say that, my wife this is Asian. chick turns around with this attitude like, oh, do I know you? <laughs> I can blindfold these people with dental floors. You don't give them keys to a car. You don't give them the keys to the car. So John Paul is asking in the um, chat here, uh, well, what's your guys' opinion on FDNY's response to COVID-19? I say the same thing that I said to you before. How many guys had the swine flu? A decent amount of firemen caught the swine flu. And they're on an ABCD chart now. They're on a, a modified chart. So they're going in and they're working with the same people all the time, much like the rest of the country does anyway with their with – their, uh, they have the uh, same thing, right? Shift A, shift B, whatever the fuck it is they call it. That's what they have in the FDM one. So you're, they're trying to limit the people that you're in contact with, which kind of makes me laugh because, you know, when you come in, you're yeah, in you contact your with the shift before you, and when you leave, you're in contact with the shift after you. So no, but we don't know what they're doing. They might be doing something that's, you know, now a lot of guys are getting it in the FDNY. I mean, there's a, I think it was a hundred guys, fifty, a hundred guys. So they, they might, might be doing might something. My point exactly. The hundred guys are they okay? I have no idea. I think the guy there's a guy from Squad 18 who's in the hospital. He's he's intubated yeah. or something, I believe. I heard uh, something. Don't about throw it. that I word out there if you don't know for sure. What the no, no, no. Is. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Somebody. No, no. He's, no, in, no. Bad bit, he's in bad shape. He's in bad shape. All right. He's I'll, on a ventilator. I'll, 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 this isn't. This isn't just a a little thing. It's not a little thing. I'm going to disagree with you on that, Kev. It's it's yes. It has a higher percentage of uh, survival. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's a little thing. I any. Any single life that's lost is a big thing, bro. Unlike, you know, communist China, you can lose 4,000 people. They don't give a shit. You know, you come over to the Western world, one one life lost, and the people are like, holy shit, you know, somebody died from this. I'm not, I'm not dismissing it at all like that, but I'm saying to weigh it out, bro, as compared to other things that have gone on in this country that I pointed out here that happen on a regular occurrence. How many people die in this country a day, period? Cancer, mm -hmm. heart disease. I mean, and initially, when this was happening, I thought this was initially, I thought it was more political than anything. Uh Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved, Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Um. But now I kind of swayed a little bit more the other way. I'm not saying, what, Kev, what you're saying 100%, man, that that's the facts. And there's mm-hmm. no doubt that, you know, why we're doing it now, as opposed to all those other times that it seemed to be worse. Now, right. I don't know. If, if we hadn't done anything here, would mm-hmm. this be up there? You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I remember as a kid with the Good swine point. flu, right? I remember with the swine flu. I remember Ebola. When I was working, they gave us the gla- the 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 mask with the with the, the plastic shield and the, right. you know, the gowns. And we went on mm-hmm. EMS runs. You know how many times we wore those? Never. Uh, zero. Zero. So, you know, but this is a little different. Ebola was a little different. That was more of a transfer of fluids as opposed to, uh, you know, aerosol or whatever. How this thing is contagious? I don't even freaking know, to be honest with you. I got you. Well, all I can say is this, okay? After this is all said and done in some months from now, uh, at least we have a president who isn't a pussy, and we have to, have to, have to um, make sure China pays the price. Now, they hold most of our debt, I right? think the whole world has to make sure that China pays the price for this. Not problem. just us, exactly, but we no. need to lead it. We need to lead it. Um, personally, yeah. this has affected my family. Um, in a very bad way, and I can't wait to see what the response is going to be. If they hold our debt, who's paying? That's all I have to say. Yeah. You know, and you want to talk about trade deals moving forward? Okay, oh, let's man, talk about I trade know. deals moving forward. Yeah, yeah, let them take out an SBA loan. The Chinese <laughs> 10, 10, 10 trillion dollars estimated loss, loss globally. in this country. Glo- yeah. No, 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 oh, globally. Globally. globally, 10 yeah. trillion dollars. So that's zeros. Let's start with that number to begin with, because someone had to eat a fucking bat. But I don't personally, I don't believe that's what it is. You know, a lot of Pete's going down a slippery road of the conspiracy theory. Here it comes, bro. I see it. A lot of epidemiologists are saying it looks like a Frankenstein, the type of virus that it is. It's like, uh, yeah, exactly. A Frankenstein. So, right. Say, I don't, I can't prove it. But a lot of epidemiologists are saying it. So if that's the case, man, 
Let's go. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet. Oh, <laughs> curds and whey. Okay, let's find it. What's in the mold, bitch? Oh, I'd given Pete and Lou a story that when I was a probie in 210, Fort Greene, Brooklyn, hey, don't. We got relocated to uh, Manhattan, and we got to run to Bellevue Hospital. We go to Bellevue Hospital, and there's lots of crazy on there, bro. Um, so we got to call an EM uh, medical run. We go into a room, and there's a guy. He's got to be about 300 and change. He looks like a giant gorilla. He's huge. He's hairy. Oh, he's filthy. Nice. filthy. He dirty. hit his head on the radiator. Now he's all bloody, and he shit himself. So now he's got shit. And blood all over the place. And I'm standing in the doorway with like the, the my jaw down to the floor. And the guy turns, the senior guy turns to me. He goes, you got to probe. get in there <laughs> by myself. <laughs> so I'm wrestling with this guy, bro, to try to take vitals on him. And uh, it's a goddamn mess. And like a month later, I get a call. I got to go down to the medical office and uh, take a test because the guy yeah, had the TV. hiv. Oh, I didn't have the hiv. Thank God I didn't have the hiv, bro. So. I that was always I, that was always the case when they, they you would get a call that they had the, the high five. You'd have to. Oh go yeah, down bro! Remember the guy by the shit. squad over there? We used to get runs to his house all the time on yeah, the expressway yeah. there. You would say on the ticket, he's got the high five. Yeah, man. How many people died from the high five? Pete. Pete. Yeah, yeah. Pete. That's another one you had to worry about the high five. I mean, that, in the beginning, we didn't know what it was, right? You didn't know that you can only get it through through uh, sexual transmission, right? In the beginning when people started dropping dead all over the place? They were dropping. People living with HIV, according to the uh, World Health Organization, is 37.9 million. Mortality is 770,000. Uh, yeah, that's total? it. Total? So almost that's a million total? people. I thought more people died than nothing. So almost a million people died from HIV. 700,000 people died from HIV. That's a virus, right? In the beginning, we didn't we didn't know what, it, what where it came from, right? Yep. Did we shut down the country over it? Shut her down. No. This is different, man. The transmission is way different. If I can touch something, what I'm service. saying to you, what I'm saying to you, did you know that in the beginning? No, we didn't no. know in the beginning. We didn't know in the beginning. So what I'm saying but, to you is, why not the panic? Not panic? every. We didn't have the cases, the amount of cases that we have now. You know, the uh -huh. amount of cases, the spike in the amount of cases globally. You don't have half of Italy dying either. Now, listen, you know why is it mean? always the Italians got to get it? Why the Guineas always got to get it, bro? You know, <laughs> they have, because the they oil's have, on their skin. That's because your people, <laughs> went, your people went soft and they got single-payer health care. That's why. Well, that's one reason. You that's want single-payer health care? There you the go. The second reason is because they have open borders and everybody's coming in out willy-nilly. You know what I'm saying? Who is willy? Who is nilly? But they're coming in willy nilly, bro. And the third reason is because the goddamn skin is so oily and greasy. Take that it the easy. Virus Take it easy. Right off from, bro. Slow down. So, what are you laughing at? Yeah, muffin head. <laughs> He's got his muffin earmuffs on there. Take Dude, it they don't even have to no... shake hands, bro. They go like this. Hey, how's it going? Whoa, the shit flies right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Is that COVID? Well, <laughs> have a cannoli. <laughs> Dude, hey, you know, you got to do the matrix when it comes. At least I got somebody on my side in here. Taylor Aldridge in the chat saying, that's right, Pete. Uh, if this doesn't make U.S. realize this is a national security issue. But here's the thing. As, as far as national security is concerned, China produces about 90 percent of our pharmaceuticals. Meds. 
Yes. Pharmaceuticals are 90% produced by the Chinese. If that's not Listen, a national security I issue. Hope, I hope that good things come out of this, bro. I really do. Here's one thing. Yeah, we'll I wash my hands a hell of a lot better. We start manufacturing our own shit. You know, people actually wash their hands after they take a shit or go to the, or take a pic. <laughs> I mean, God, dude, I used to be the bathroom monitor. If I'm in there taking a shit and another guy walks out from the stall next to me, I, not, right, and I don't hear that water running on the sink. I'm like, yo, fecal finger. Get the fuck back in there and wash gonna, your goddamn hands. He's going to empty the dishwasher, touch every freaking Empty the dishwasher. His hands, in the, his hands in the meatballs. He's growing meatballs after he just came out and he took a shit and he didn't wash his hands. How about the coleslaw? You want some coleslaw? How you doing? <laughs> My guy, Billy Quick, bro. Billy Quick. I love the guy. He, Billy Quick was a fireman. In Rescue Four, in uh, he was in by us. He was in uh, 103, right? He was in 103. He was. He started uh, 103. He was in uh, 134 for a little while too, down in, in the big house down in Rockaway too. Right. So, but dude, this guy was the closest thing to a missing link that you've ever seen. A Sasquatch. He was, dude, he was a, Sasquatch. a Sasquatch. He was hairy. He had calves that looked like bowling balls. He was hairy. <laughs> he was thick. He was. He looked like a brick shit house. He could eat any. I would see him, bro, go into the kitchen. We'd be rolling turkey meatballs. He would take a couple <laughs> turkey meatballs and pop them in his mouth, right? <laughs> and if he was making a coleslaw, he'd have filthy goddamn hands, and he'd be mixing the coleslaw up to his, his hands, elbows like with his hands. Oh. But, dude, the guy was so hairy. Like, he shaved uh, Squad 288 on his in back. His back. Right. And he used to run out like out of the bathroom when he showered. He would naked. run out like totally naked, and he would run through the kitchen like he was like an orangutan. You know, he would be like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like he was a freaking gorilla, and he would run through the whole. place. I mean, he was as big as it and as hairy. Dude, I mean, he incredible. was. He was a great. He, but he was a guy. Yeah, he died from. He died of nine eleven related illness. cancer, bro. Never told anybody he had cancer. Figured he would beat it on his own, bro. Never went for treatment. Never went for anything. He was a huge, huge, huge mountain climber. He climbed all the yep. mountains. Pick a mountain. Yep. Climb Everest, it, right? whatever it was. I don't know yeah. what the hell. He climbed them all. But one time he was in Oregon or Washington, and, uh, you know, he was in the boonies up there, you know, and, and him and a bunch of guys, they, I remember the story. They got, you know, a little fire going. And every once in a while, like every hour, a car would come past the road that they were on. Like they were off the road a little bit. So, they, you know, they're drinking. They come up with the idea, hey, Listen, Bill, strip down, and when the next car comes, run across the, the road and just act like, you know, do that thing, you know, where you act like, you're like a Sasquatch, you know? <laughs> so they're like, now they can't wait for the car to come. So now, because where they're at, you could see the car coming. It's it's nighttime. You could see the lights coming from a mile away, you know? So they're like, all right, get ready. So he's standing behind the tree. The car's coming up. And, you know, when it's about 100 yards away, he darts across the road, right? And like he said this, I remember him talking about this. He runs, and now he's only a couple yards off the off the road, you know. The car stops about 20 yards early, like where he ran across, and two guys with a pickup truck get out and they're like, Did you see that thing run across here? <laughs> they got like the the you know, the Remington, you know, like uh lever action, you know, like Get that son of a bitch over there. You know, he's like, no, hold on one second. You know? <laughs> with his ball bag hanging with his out, bro. Ball bag hanging out. And Harry Pete, I swear bag. to God, you can't, you know, he would come out and I swear to God, his cock 
was like the size of this story. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be swinging around a oh shit, it'd be swinging around a kitchen table, bro. <laughs> there goes monetization. Oh well. well I'll, tell, I'll tell you one thing. He was. Everybody has their top three guys, right? If you get jammed up, oh in man, the if you get jammed up. He, he was. He was in my. I think he was my number one guy. He was yeah. absolutely balls to the wall. He was not. Yeah. You know, I used to say, uh, he would come get you. If you got jammed up, you want he got you in the right, right. But there was a good chance that he's the one who got you in that fucked up spot. He was very, very aggressive guy. Uh, here's the quickie, man. Quickie, my man, quick, quick here, quick here. He used to answer the phone, quick here, quick here. He used to run the volleyball tournament, uh, in Long Beach. Yeah, man. So people uh, in the chat are people in the chat are asking if there are um, any cases in our you know by us, and I personally and we personally know someone. Um, my my wife, yeah, well, my one of them is my my wife's coworker. So, ooh, yeah, ooh is right. I got so, somebody on my block. Your wife, your wife never made out with her, did she? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's another like, show. I'm, we got it. I, I, that well, show, I, I'll be excited. I, I, about. I, told you how, I, I told you how that situation got yeeted the other day. Excited about that show when we talk about that show. What oh, situation? Hold on, back up. What situation? Whoa. What situation got yeeted? What does that mean? Yeeted? What is that? I'm talking about. I What's think up, that man? we should play. I think that the three of us, the podcast crew, should play the uh, the room key game. You know what that is, right, bro? I'm in. <laughs> we go. Like, listen, we go on the road. We go on the road. We bring the old lady, and we throw the hotel keys. I'm in fishbowl, and you I'm just in. pick whatever key, whatever key yeah, you yeah, got. Yeah, that's the in. room you go to, bro. Dude, did you see the video? Did you see the video what? of that guy? He's like, all right. The, the the high five is out there, and you have. Oh, to I saw that, bro. We goes, have to be all, all right. We have to be all quarantined. Two choice: A, A, B, B, B. He goes B, 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 definitely B. See if I can find that. That's freaking hilarious. Oh my god! We know what the the CV one niner. Yeah, let's talk about quickie. Let's talk about fires. Let's talk about. I got a else. couple of questions for you. I got a couple of questions for you that I wrote ah, down. But I, spilled all right, my, I spilled my vodka all over my thing right here. I'm a mess. You got excited when you're talking about Quick's junk. Ooh, really? Ooh, we lost him. Real? Oh, all right, Refrano. Here you go. And yeah. anybody out there who's how many people we got watching? Pete, chime in. Yeah, about fifty. Favorite firehouse meal? Chicken palm. Chicken palm. Yeah, man. Come on. You can't beat that. Chicken palm, nice linguine. Linguine, beautiful. As long as you don't get a run in between it and ruin it. That's oh, amazing. yeah, man. Oh, Dan Wilson likes cake and cock. We're all out of cake. Cake. We're all fresh out of cake. Dan, <laughs> do you think I've never heard that one before, bro? <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, Look, shit. Uh, where is it from, bro? We got a spaghetti. A spaghetti. Beautiful. I'm gonna say, you know, bats and like balls, baby. Bats and balls. What I like cookies. We used to call Lou's mom cookie, right? Cookie. Yeah. Cookies, linguine in the white sauce with all the uh, shellfish. Oh my god! With the with the clams, a couple of shrimps, a couple yeah, of mussels man. in there. I used to oh, make that in a firehouse, actually. 
That's why I'm saying it, bro. How would I know if you didn't make it in the final? That's the fruta de mare. Oh, me. All right, here's another question for you. You ready? Favorite night to work in the firehouse? There's only one night better than Friday night in the firehouse, bro. Saturday night. Saturday night, babe. Do it. I like Friday night because. Uh, why? For, for, for the civilians watching, why? Because uh, we used to play Texas Hold'em, bro, on Friday night. Me, Tadeshi. We had a group that we all used to try to mutual into together, bro. So we would play first. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to reveal this. First, we used to play dodgeball. We would pull the rigs out of the firehouse. <laughs> and, and whip a, a ball at somebody's head as fast as you I can. can't tell you how many guys got hurt playing dodgeball in the firehouse. <laughs> really? And we would have a big no. meal, smoke some cigars, and we would uh, play some Texas Hold'em. And uh, wait for a fire to come in, bro, basically. And that one of those nights is when uh, Pickford pulled the radio out of the dashboard with his foot on the dashboard. <laughs> smoking cigars, bro. <laughs> and he pulled it. It was a Friday night in the firehouse. So Friday night in the firehouse is number one for me, bro. I got another one for you. What's your favorite holiday to work? Um, I would say it's going to be... It's definitely not Christmas Eve or Christmas. I would say Thanksgiving. I used to like Thanksgiving in the firehouse. Oh, I just saw somebody wrote a favorite holiday. None. <laughs> <laughs> well, early on, we worked them all, right? I mean, in the, in the, that's, the that's the truth. If I, if I was working uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas, um, I mean, this is before, you know, uh, ah, before kids, put mine, bro. Somebody just put Fourth of July, but that was back in the day when you go to. Yeah, you know, that was it. That's true. My oh, first Fourth of July, came, I caught. Came and cleaned it up, and it all died. My first Fourth of July, I caught four jobs, two multiples, one night. Everybody wanted yeah, to work Fourth of July. Fourth I worked. July. I worked Fourth of July, ten years in a row. From the really? first year I got on for ten years in a row, mm -hmm. it got worse every year. Now it's dead, though. You know, every year it got worse. Shit now on the 4th of July, bro. No, nothing. It got worse yeah, every year. Hockey, the first two bro. years were good. Who's the guy that said they pull the rigs out and play hockey? Somebody did, right, Pete? Who's that? Yeah, yeah. They, they would pull the rigs out and play hockey. That one's way back in the chat. But here's a good one. What what was the best? Uh, let's, who was the best? Who was the best you ever worked with? The likes of Captain Pritchard, Lieutenant Neary, question mark. Uh, Oof, uh, man. I don't know about that. That's tough to... Uh, Dennis Murphy and Hank Malay. And Quickie. Different uh, kinds of guys. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got a lot of guys, man. Uh-oh. <sighs> hey, Pete, I <laughs> Somebody just asked for... I'm Chief Steve. I'm here to check your socks. If your OT is high, I'll send you to the rock. Mustache trimmed and tight to your face. Know who you're talking to. Don't step out of place, cause I'm Chief Steve. <laughs> Hi, Chief Steve. Oh, what's up, fellas? What's going on? So, what's going on? You got socks on? What do you got on? What? Wait, what? Fucking me up. Hold on a minute. You, what you color are, are your socks, bro? <laughs> I got black socks, Chief. Are you on overtime? Are you on overtime? Negative. Negative. On overtime? <laughs> Negative. Let me give you my opinion on the CV19er. We're back on the head. Oh, about 
politics. They're trying to fuck Trump. Yeah, Nancy I, I can see that. Would Chief Steve say that? Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Think. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Chief Steve is the biggest conservative you've ever seen. Right. So, I, I mean, I think there is a political... I think so, too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I definitely think there's a big political element, especially with half this shitty media um, that I work with. So I know how shitty they are in person um, telling us early in January that our president's a xenophobe for closing the borders and now saying that he didn't do enough back in January when he could have. So what, what is it? You know, what is Listen, it? I'm in a good media? mood right now. I'm in a good mood. We've got past the high five. We're talking a couple of firehouse stories now. I'm a little excited. I don't want to go. I want to get aggravated. About that whole thing that you just said? Tell me, Chief Steve. You look like you have two vaginas on your ear. When are we getting the new uh, lyrics for the Chief Steve? I need, to, I need some new lyrics. It's already... Uh, Oh, you have the new lyrics. I'll write them in when I get a chance, gentlemen. What chance? You were joking today. Hold. Could you hire the? Uh, could you hire that uh, singer that sang the last one? Because it was really good, bro. <laughs> I don't know how much you hate him. Modern day Frank Sinatra. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> All right. Does the FDNY use quince? And what is your opinion on quince? They don't. I think they tried them a handful of times. I, I think, think fourteen truck. 14 truck was a quint. Was right? it? What, what's a quint? That's when it's an engine and a, and a tower. Correct. Kind of thing? Correct. Um, what I think is that we are so set in our um, evolutions that we everybody, like I said to you before, Pete, it's it's like you think it's chaos, but it's orchestrated chaos. Everybody right. knows where they got to go. The engines do their thing in stretching. The trucks do their thing in uh, venting, vent entering and searching. And, uh, you know, the rescues and the squads fill in, so. The whole thing to try to implement quints now just we work. kill it with that power. We the fires yeah, we, go out just with yeah, yeah. power. Yeah, yeah. over the head with like eight million guys. So hold on, gentlemen. Two things. A good question, but 
Chief Steve T-shirts? Question mark from oh. Fireman. <laughs> Let's go. I can design one in five minutes. <laughs> you can't get them now, though, bro. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. We got. Uh, we're on hold a little bit. I can I'm take care of that. Go. Lou, remember yeah. that problem? Oh, problem yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that for you. Um, well, okay. Yeah. Well, Chief Steve T-shirts. Oh, See, see, this lovely, see this lovely pro Second Amendment T-shirt right here? That's by me. That's Dude. my T-shirt brand right here. Dude, so I can hook you up. Name? I'll take care oh, of now it. You're, now you're plugging. Here comes the shameless <laughs> I didn't plug anything. I didn't say a word. Listen, Chief Steve shirt that says, what color socks are you wearing, brother? <laughs> that is the move. Are you on overtime? <laughs> what did he say the what? most? What did, did he say the most? Time? What? What was his My thing brother? that yeah? What was his biggest pet peeve that guys would do? Uh, Socks? You know really? Uh, no, honestly, it would be uh, it would be wearing be out of uniform and having the uh, the dead guy shirts, dead guy of the of the week shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, show you. this show this to our audience. Give me a little feedback on this. What are hey. you guys doing this? Look, united oh. we stand. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Hold. We got this, bro. United we stand. We got this. We got the CV one niner that's coming out in the shirt. Give me some feedback, brothers. Oh, wait a minute. All right. Question. Favorite so, first. Favorite first. Do job story by John Paul. Favorite Ooh. first. Do job story. I have. I, I have a funny one, bro. I got one. First do. Which one? You is it the one you're talking about when the guy fell off the second floor and fell on your leg? That we could go with that one. That's a good one. That was a good one too, right? That was probably that's probably when we talk about like that's in my top five of I thought I was gonna actually buy it there. We did all right. I'll give you the story, Pete. Him and I are working together on the back. Somebody loves that shirt. Him and I are working on the back step together. So we're with we, a box comes in as an engine. This is a Friday night. All right. I remember my best buddy, except, you know, second best buddy next to a Frano here. Pete old Brennan. Tenement. He's got, it's an old Lord tenement. Pete Brennan's got the nozzle. He died on 9 11. Uh, Louis got the backup. I'm backing him up. I got the door. And John Ielpi, who also died on 9 11, he's, he's got the control. So there's four of us on the line, Lieutenant and Belisari. Belisari. Yep. Belisari. Belisari. So, Belisari. Dude, pull up and there's fire. Blowing about four feet out the front door, bro. An old Lord Tenant, we're like, Holy shit, we got a job. Brian Fahey, who passed What's away the at the Father's Day fire, uh, he passed away at the Father's Day fire. He's the chauffeur, so we pull up, we stretch the line, bro. So, what happened was it was a vacant apartment, they were just poly in the floors, they were poly everything in the floors, and they closed up everything. And when the heater kicked on, the fumes lit this whole place on fire like a tinderbox, bro. Fire's blowing at the front door. We get an inch and three quarter. We stretch in there. Now we're going like you're supposed to. We're going all the way to the end of the hallway to the door that leads into the kitchen, right? So they're up in front. We're trying to pop the door. The door behind us, I don't even know how it was. Was it open? or did, It was did open. It, it was open and cracked. A guy from, from the truck took – I was popped there. It? Popped it. Okay. And it popped open oh. just a little bit. It was chugging out of there. And but I remember saying Fire to stuff. somebody, just keep an eye on the door. You know, keep an eye on right. the door. So we go up a little bit. Now I'm behind Lou, who's behind Pete, because he's backing up Pete. And We're I just see the going fire. in the door. We're just going in the real Lou door. Lou 
behind me, Pete, like blowtorch behind me across the hall. I tap on Rafano. I'm like, Get the <laughs> line. bring the line, bring the line. He taps on the boss's shoulder, who says, and then who taps on Pete's shoulder and says, Hand me the nozzle. Pete's like, Fuck you, I'm not handing he you the nozzle. He would not give me the nozzle. Hand me the fucking nozzle. He would not, he would not give me, me the nozzle, bro. John Ielpi, God rest his soul. He's in a love turtle him, shell. He's in a corner. <laughs> In the corner, as the fire is blowtorching, the chief, the chief says to two ninety one, who was second. Now hold was, on, the chief afterwards. I think they were all dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the whole it was coming out. So the, if you looked at the building, it was two windows on the first floor. The the door was right. in the middle, and two windows on the on the on the right side, and then the same layout above on the second on the second floor. The chief, we found out after that the chief said there was fire coming out of the two windows behind on the left on the first floor, the right behind us at the door, and the one window on the right side had fire coming out of it. Like, and all you guys, saw was all line. Yeah, he saw all he saw was the line going in the door, and, and then blowing out through the door. And so, it just got hotter, hotter, and hotter. And I remember right. so saying to myself, is, "Right, the truck who goes up to the second floor." Right, the chief starts yelling. You know, the guy, somebody find the squad. I think they're dead. Whatever it is, the guy falls off the landing and falls on Lou's leg. <laughs> He's like, ah, my leg is broke. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like the story from the other day when we were kids. He goes, oh, don't look, it's disgusting. He's like, ah, shit, my leg is. Yeah, it was all. <laughs> so two nights. I fractured my ankle. Up, opens Holy up a two and a half from in, the street. From the street into the door. And I'm looking towards the door. It hits me so hard, Pete. You know how much pressure a two and a half has? Sure. Knocks my face piece off my face and knocks me on my ass. It so went we from totally in. orange to totally black. Black. Well, so I thought I thought we were dead. Like I I saw in that second. I'm, I'm you know people talk about this all the time. All I remember saying to myself was, "Holy shit, man! This is this is what if you, this is what it's going to be like." And all I remember saying to myself was seeing a newspaper. That said, fireman dies in Maspit Blaze. That's the only thing I remember thinking about. And then oh, everything went black, like totally black. Like for, they opened up the line from the street, and we like crawled out and rolled out. There was right. people. It was like it looked like uh, carnage, right? People rolled out, and uh, and by that time, you know what happened though? Pete Brennan put out a little bit of fire, and then his air ran out. And I had gone out when they knocked the face piece off my face. I went out and Brian Fahey put a new bottle on my back. I get to the front of the line. Pete's bottle goes off. He hands me the nozzle. So I wound up putting out almost the whole apartment. So Balisari, my- I remember Balisari standing up, putting a, like we were getting our helmets, all our helmets were all over the place. And Belisari stood up and he goes, all right, let's go. We're going back in there. And I was like, what? He's like, we're going back in there. And, and, and we went and I went in with my ankle and everything. We, we, Kevin probably dragged me through that. We went through three rooms, but we went through the front door that time. The front right. closest to the front, we went into the left as opposed right. to going towards the back. Right into the left, which would be like a bedroom or a living room. It was empty at the time. And then we marched straight down towards the back of the apartment and we knocked it all down. So, so um, Anthony Belisari in the chat says, uh, and Lou was crying. <laughs> I was oh, not I crying. I love it. I was him. not crying. I wasn't crying. And uh, all right, so we got Dan Far- Dan Farley in the chat here. He says, "Do you guys have a good Proby prank story uh you guys would want to share?" 
I got, I got, I got one that they did uh, in one fifty four. There was that. Who was that guy? The Shmoo they used to call him. Shmoo. You remember the, you remember the guy Shmoo? He looked like Kamenicki. Uh, yeah, he looked like a Shmoo. He was like a pear shaped guy. My right? brother named him. The rug named him. Listen, my brother was on the job in three oh seven. We called him the rug. Because he had a horrible, he had a, a horrible rug on his head, bro. So they called him the rug. And he was the best, one of the best ball breakers I have ever seen in any kitchen in my life, bro. And uh, he passed away a couple of years ago, but he was an awesome ball breaker, bro. And he gave that guy, Carmen Nicky, the name the Shmoo. Shmoo. Yeah. He looked like the Shmoo, like a little pear. So I was working there. I, I come in on a detail, and, and that guy, the Shmoo, is standing in the house watch in full class A's, right? So I'm like, what the hell's going on, you know? So they proceed to tell me, yeah, the Shmoo, there he is. That's exactly what he looked like. So, <laughs> so one of the guys in the truck tells me that they've been breaking this kid's balls. Back then, the, you used to put the can. He had the can. You used to put the can on the outside of the rig, and it had like a little latch just to lock it in. So the kid was screwing it up somehow, and the can kept falling off on runs. So this last run, they lose the can. Right? He gets off. They don't have the freaking can. So they go back and they find the can and the boss and one of the guys goes over to a woman, you know, makes a whole big story again. I don't remember the whole thing exactly, but he comes back on the rig. They put the can on and they say to this guy, Shmoo, I mean, this is really horrible. I mean, when I think about it, as far as a prank, they tell him that the can flew off the rig and hit some kid who was riding on his tricycle <laughs> and like that they, they took him to the hospital and they don't know if he's going to live or, you know, whatever it was. So brothers. the kids, like, yeah, the brothers, the kids like mortified. Right. So now they're like, you're going to have to get dressed in your class A's and you got to go down there, you know, and apologize and go through this whole process. He's the kid was a probie, I think, you know what I mean? So he's going with the whole thing. So when I hear this, I remember saying to myself, like, man, that is some cold hearted <laughs> shit, man. Like, you know, thinking about, you know, this guy thinks he, possibly killed a kid for god's sakes you know for the can and i i think they let him go for a few hours I, I don't know if your brother was working in the engine that day but they let him go for a little bit and i heard that you know obviously they told him you know that wasn't the case and i'm pretty sure the kid made sure that the freaking can was uh you know i guess it was one way to make sure it was locked on the fucking truck I, you know i got one too i just thought one so i'm in 116 truck bro i worked there for about a year 116 truck they're in with uh 261 engine. There's a guy that I was in probie school with. Uh, I forget his first name. His last name is Di Stefano. They used Mingo, to call another him, Italian. They used to call him Popeye because he used to look like this. Like his one eye was open all the time. Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was breaking his balls nonstop. And the big thing was they would say, the whole thing was there. They would say, you know, uh, Di Stefano outside phone, Kubo outside phone. And when you go in the phone booth, it was in the pole hole. Their phone was in the old pole hole. So they would be on the roof and they would douse you with a bucket of water in the pole hole, right? So I'm working one day and they had it out for this guy. They used to call him Ducky. I don't know why they call him Ducky too. Oh, because he used to walk like a duck. <laughs> so they, go, they go, Ducky, outside phone. So the guy goes in the, in the um, pole hole and they douse the bucket on him and he gets so pissed off. He runs out of there screaming, and he falls, and he breaks his fucking ankle. Oh, my back. God. I could see that happening easy, man. Breaks his ankle, right? So these guys, they call EMS. EMS come. They package him up. They splint his ankle, bro. 
They're rolling them out into the bus, right, on the gurney, and these fucking guys are on the roof, and they bucket him from the roof while he's Dude, on that, the that's heavy, man. That's heavy ambulance. shit, too. That's some heavy shit. Yeah, man, the roof. He's on the gurney, all packaged up. <laughs> they don't even feel bad. They broke this guy's ankle. Oh, God. They dump a bucket of water on him from the roof as they're putting him in the bus. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it. My, I don't my, think I could have made it through that. <laughs> my friend, my friend, a good friend of mine, he just got into, he just got out of probie school a couple of days ago. And yeah. he got assigned. I'm not going to say where. So he goes in. No, I'm not saying it. Because what I'm going to tell you, you know what they did to him. So he goes in there. And, uh, you know, I told him, keep your eyes open. Keep your mouth shut. Pretty simple. You just keep doing that for a whole year. You're going to be all right. So he goes in there and they're showing him the rig or whatever. He's in the truck. Goes through the whole place. And they're like, hey, we're, we're having lunch. You hungry? So he's like, yeah. So he goes and sits down, I guess, you know, with them. And uh, he uh, he starts eating the, the chicken palm, you know. And he takes one bite, and he's, like, chewing on it. And he's like, I don't know if this is any good, but I can't stop only because they cooked it for me. And I'm just my, you know, he's not even working. He just stopped in there, you know, because he had just got a sign there, right? So he swallows that. And then he starts to eat another one. And finally, you know, he, he's like got it in his mouth for like, I don't know, 30 seconds and something, you know, they're like, all right, listen, bro, we can't, we can't watch you do this anymore. It was a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they breaded a sponge. I said, well, was it dirty? If it was a dirty one, then you're in trouble. If it was a clean one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be all right. So they put the cheese on it. They melted the cheese and the sauce on it. And right. Dude, I'll give you one that happened to me. You want one that happened to me? So this is after 9-11. After 9-11, to say, you know, we lost 19. I don't know if you guys know this. We lost 19 guys from our firehouse. So it was like kind of a free-for-all, right, bro? Afterwards, like people were, oh, coming, and going in the, people were coming and going in the firehouse, Pete, like people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. They just wanted to come in and talk to you. You know, we had a Sergeant temporary. Masseuses, yeah, everything. People uh, were rubbing you uh, down. Oh, my God, bro. People doing the, um, what is that, the, um. They stick the needles in your head. What the hell was that again? Acupuncture. Acupuncture. Girls were coming to the firehouse in between runs. I swear to God, I had 15 needles sticking out of my head. <laughs> we get a run. I'm running out there to drive the rig with 15 needles sticking out of it. But anyway, so we we had a temporary kitchen on the on the uh, apparatus floor because they were doing our kitchen over on the third floor. So every morning, the uh, we had so much food sent to the house, Pete. I would be embarrassed to tell you how much we had to throw out because people were sending from all over the neighborhood pizzas and cakes. And every morning they would send over a giant crumb cake every single morning. We had mm -hmm. so much food. So like an idiot. I am a total idiot at this time. And I'm a big wrestling fan, like a WWE wrestling fan. <laughs> I used to do this thing. I used to do this thing. Where wait, I would wait, wait. Who was your guy? The Undertaker? Superfly Snooker. Me? Yeah, you. Nah, I'm a host, I'm a hostel guy, bro. Oh, he's a host. Don't you see what I went for his Halloween, bro? So anyway, <laughs> yeah. I would take this giant. It has to be a four foot by two foot crumb cake, and I would put it on the table, and I would come running from three freaking rooms away <laughs> and jump in the air and give the atomic elbow on the crumb cake, and it would explode all over the place, bro. <laughs> and every morning, the guys were like, "Do the elbow, do the elbow, so do the elbow." Every morning, right? So, so I remember. At least, right. it didn't so go one, to, at least it didn't go to waste. It didn't go to waste. So one day, this guy, Timmy Regan in Hazmat, knows I do it every morning. He takes the crumb cake, he lifts it out of the pan, 
put and gets a D-pan. And under the D-pan, he loads it with, like, ketchup and hot. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hot sauce and mustard <laughs> and anything you can imagine, bro. And then they take the cake and they lay it back into the pan, bro. And they're like, do, do the elbow, do the elbow. I'm like, I am not do the elbow, bro. I come run up from three rooms away, bro, the elbow and... <laughs> it goes all, it goes all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Well, this is a good what we call a segue. Just watch your mic, uh, Lou. Yeah. Um, a good segue here from our our boy Thomas Honeycutt, who's always coming in shit hot with the questions. What is the best kitchen story you have? Had two and a half come off the tailboard, go through the windshield of the car behind me. I don't know what that means, but okay. Yeah, what's the best? We were driving, and his two and a half was loose, and when he made a turn or something, went through the windshield of another car. Yo, so what's your best kitchen story? Kitchen story? I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I got one that I I tell. I used to tell in the kitchen all the time. I'm I'm coming through now. When we would respond to Manhattan for any kind of um, technical rescue or a hazmat run, we had a second vehicle, second piece that has all of these extra things on it. So I'm driving, I'm driving the, the, uh, the squad. The, rig. Batmo- the Batmobile. I'm driving the Batmobile and um, say your prayer. <laughs> you know it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. Kev knows damn well it was the people's elbow. Atomic <laughs> elbow my ass. It was <laughs> the people's the elbow. Bomber. <laughs> so, um, all right, jabroni. All right, so listen. So I'm coming through. I'm driving the squad rig through the Midtown Tunnel, right? And Maddie Callis, we used to call him Poppy Call, Pappy Callis. He's driving the second piece through. You said this story the other day. You told us a story. I did. He was, yeah, when he was sitting on right. the. All right, the so middle. I'm gonna tell him anyway. So I'm driving right. through the tunnel, bro, and there's this guy up my ass. Like it says on the back of the rig, stay 200 feet behind, bro. Right? This guy's up my ass. So Matt tells me. Dude, this guy's up your ass. I'm like, I know. I see him. I don't know what his problem is. He goes, stand by. Hold on a minute. He fucking floors it, comes up, and hits. You ever see those things in the Midtown Tunnel? Those little things, the dividers, bro? They, he they, starts they hitting them. Flop down. He starts hitting them, and they're spraying all over this guy's windshield. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I got this. Hold on. <laughs> I got um. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I got I got a good story. It's uh, it, it's a rig story when I was a chauffeur. Hold on, it, I'm almost through halfway through this bottle, bro. I don't know what you're doing over there. What do you mean? I got two drinks down already. You don't even know what I'm doing over here. All right, go ahead. Tell your story. So I got uh, – I'm driving. So this is after 9-11, and I'm driving Evans. 
and we get a run up to Harlem, right? And I'm thinking to myself, we ain't never going to get over there. So we're in traffic. We're dicking around, going through this whole thing. And we get to 125th Street. And now I'm, I'm kind of driving, but I'm not, you know, you know, I think it was for like uh, bricks off a building or some shit like that. So as I'm driving, there's like 20 pigeons in the middle of the street, you know, just pecking around. I don't know if somebody threw yes. feed there. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're doing, you know, you know. Uh, so I wouldn't do that. If <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, dude, I was going to say, hey, it looks like Lafrano's old lady, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as I'm getting close to the pigeons, like, what do you think is going to happen as you get close to the pigeons? They're going to spray away. They're going to spray away. They're going to take off. So as they I'm don't. getting close to the pigeons, I'm like, these fucking birds, they're not, they're not taking off. They must be the crack pigeons or something. I don't know what's going on. Next 125th thing I Street, know, crack pigeons. Crack pigeons. Next thing I know, Evans is fucking like, watch out. I was just like, boop, 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 boop. They're hitting, <laughs> <laughs> they're hitting off the windshield. Like, like, you know, like fucking rubber balls. Like, boom, 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 boom. And then one gets stuck between his mirror and the window, right? It's in there. So we, we, I'm like, what the hell just happened? It was like, I remember looking at the birds, like eyes looking in my eyes as they were hitting the windshield. They were like, no, you know? So now there's one stuck between the window, his mirror and the window. And I'm like, I pull up to the light and I look over. I'm like, what the hell was going on there? And he's like, there's a bird over here. I'm like, well, poke it out of there. And the bird is stuck. He's like, you know, like, you know, like looking you around. Do one of these? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So finally, he just like, he poked it with his two fingers and the bird flew up and like stood up like right on the boat. Oh, so the boat over there. No, he didn't kill him. But it was just so funny. We kept just saying that for years. What we I don't know about if Tommy Evans watched this show. Does Tommy Evans watch this show? Uh, he did Don't comment a few times. He did comment yeah. a few times. He good would man. be Tommy fucking, Evans is a good man. He would be a funny yeah. guy to get on here. Yeah. Oh, he would be a funny Let me get guy. my other question out. You ready? I got another question. For me? This is going to get a lot of people. Favorite movie you watched in the firehouse, bro? Come on. That's an easy one, man. Good fellas. I knew you were going to say that. We watched really? it every time it was on. It stopped the TV. You flip it through. You flip it through. Oh, Goodfellas is on. You put the remote down. It's that simple. That's it. See, when I was a probie, they watched constantly. Um, what was that? Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah Pulp yeah, Fiction yeah. 24-7, bro. And they would recite the lines. And then when I went to 16 Truck in Manhattan, it was, um, what's his name? The Mike Myers movie. What is that, bro? Oh, the, that, that's horrible. The man. Notebook. Dan. Dan. <laughs> He's joking. Oh, oh, yeah. Hold on, Damn. hold on, Dan. And, so, and I hope I've Tyler Mussolini. <laughs> I hope Tyler Mussolini's joking too, as well. Actor Tim, did you check that door for heat? <laughs> Pulp Fiction and Austin Powers, bro. How many Austin Powers? Horrible. Yeah, that was horrible. I didn't like. Hey, Bob Ardo's coming in hot with stripes. Stripes, good, good one, stripes. dude. Bobby. Stripes is another good one, bro. We got Top, Top Gun. Gun. You know what your problem is, young lady? You haven't had the antimima treatment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, what here's another good one. <clears throat> Full Metal Full, Jacket. Oh, dude. Full, Full metal, metal Jacket. jacket. That's a good one. Great movie, bro. That's and another of course, one. I just watched this what the is other your day. Major malfunction? Scarface. Scarface is a good another one. Another good one. Classic. 
And uh, Blake K coming in shit hot. Hot take, Backdraft is a terrible movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, you know what? Yeah. Hot take. Look, I'm Russell. doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it. Kurt Russell is never bad in any fucking movie. That no, guy I like Kurt, Kurt wasn't bad in that. Bull. I don't know about yeah. Bull. Bull was a Bull. little shaky. Bull and Bull. Axe. No, what was, it was Axe. Bull, Bull was Kurt Russell, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. The other guy. Was, no, no. Oh, no, you're right. Axe was the other guy. You're right. Axe was the other guy. Touch the right. The touch <laughs> Caddyshack. Who said Caddyshack? Danny. Uh, Brandon. Danny. 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 Are you my friend, Danny? Uh, <laughs> this is a new It's a party. This has got to be a new guy. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. No, that was not 288. We watched Tropic Thunder over and over, bro. Great Never go movie. full retard. Never go full retard. Never go full retard. <laughs> you know, when I say retard, my daughter, she flips out. Your dad, you can't say retard. I'm like, yeah, retard, retard, retard. I don't know. <laughs> All day long. How about this one from Dominic Gabrielli? Spaceballs. Spaceballs is another That's one, like bro. Classic. classic. Yeah, it was your, anyway. your Schwartz is bigger than mine. May the Schwartz, Schwartz be, with you. be with you, bro. What? Yeah, right, why go. do I got to come up with the questions? You got any questions? Animal House, another Animal. one, bro. Classics. All right. I, we got to get going anyway, but hold on. I guess let's do one more. Ready? No. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Aldridge with the hot quote, you're going to be shoveling rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. From, from, uh, <laughs> Where's from, that from, bro? <laughs> from Top Gun. <laughs> right when he kicks oh him out. Oh, my God. Oh. Top Gun. Yes, Top Gun. I can't yeah. believe I'm doing this. I'm going to give you a shot. Top Bum. Gun 2 is coming out, bro. That is another one that you watch every time it's on. I, I do I watch it stuff. over and over, bro. I, I just watch. I let my kids watch. They fell asleep. Yeah, I'm like, dude, have, you seen, have you seen Kelly McGillis lately, though? Oh, oh I did see God. her. Wow. What Hold on. Just for I the did see her. I have, to, I have to pull her up. Dude, that one picture of her is just so scary. Do it today. Hold on. Stand by. For the viewing audience. Oof. That is incredible. I did see that picture. I don't know what. Why was that all over the internet? Because I did see that picture. Maybe because the new Top Gun is coming out. Uh, she looks like somebody no. that ate Kelly McGillis. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my god! Can you imagine that was the chick? Oh, that oh my god! She you was were cranking so him hot. off too. Yeah, god, she was damn. hot, man. She was Yeet. hot. Oh wow, man! All right, all right, you know what, boy. Though, bro? You know, I swear to God, when I this is so funny. Like when people look at you, see the old school pictures of me and you on there on the uh, website on on our uh, getting salty apparel. You have the old yeah. school pictures. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many people said to me, "Oh wow, you were good looking when you were younger." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "What happened?" <laughs> You're bigger now, uh, right? What do you got? I mean, Pete, you tell got them what we got. Yeah, what's up? Tell them what we got coming up. Tell these uh, motherfuckers to share, share, share. Yep, yeah, share, 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 Listen, guys. <laughs> once the HI, once the HIV is gone, and once we can get back out, we're gonna we got be a lot of we got a lot spotlight of on. We're gonna be doing the um. What's the other one we're doing, Ruffy? With the old fire. Oh my god! Oh, now oh, we don't have a name for that. Back yet, in the day. Oh, we do. No, no. What's the other one? Uh, oh, my brother came up with. Never for, uh, gone, but gone, not but forgotten. not forgotten. They're old firehouses that are something else today, like um, that guy on uh, CNN. Um, what the hell is his name? 
Don Lamont? No, oh, no, 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 no. The other guy, uh, the guy with the white hair. What the hell is his name? He bought a firehouse and he lives. Can you say the gay guy? Are you allowed to say a gay guy? What the? F you don't know that he's that, bro. Don't say he that. He is. You don't know that he he's is. Out. This guy's he's out. He's out. Of course he's out. I don't what know are you about talking that, bro. About? Pete, what's the guy on CNN with the with the uh, with the white hair? I don't watch that shit. <laughs> Good answer, but listen, I watch it because I want to know. I want to know all perspectives, so I watch everything. Yeah. What the hell um, is his name, Ruffy? I don't know. Oh, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Van, he's Van, out of the He's out CIA. Of the Van, you mean the CIA Vanderbilt? Fucking Anderson Cooper. Right, that guy. He bought a but firehouse, he, he and now he's the, got a mansion. It's beautiful. He bought. Oh, he really? bought the fire patrol. He bought fire patrol. Fuck that so guy. Gotta, so he's a robot. I've worked with him. Okay, He's so, all right. got, so that's one of the segments we got. We got a spotlight on 28 truck and 69 engine up in Harlem. Once everything clears, once the atmosphere is good to breathe, bro, we'll be going up to Harlem. We'll be eating at Sylvia's. We'll be stopping by the Apollo. We'll be going to 28, the Harlem Hilton, checking out the Harlem Hilton. We'll be doing that segment on uh, Gone But Not Forgotten. And you know who's going to make an appearance on there, bro? The Can real... Hello, Pete. Steve, Pete, I'm, Steve, I'm talking Pete, to you. Uh, I mean, uh, can, he, can he lay it out anymore for you, Pete? Can he Do lay you it out? Do you know who's going who to meet at the Pete, you know who's going to show up? Who? Oh, my goodness. Pete, I'm giving you the cue. Pete. Hello. Hello, Pete. McCoy. Oh, oh hey, Steve. Pete. Pete. Oh, oh, Pete. No, no, I'm not playing that again. I can't. Hi. I can't listen. <laughs> I can't listen to it again. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with that fucking puppet. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, you, you know, young oh, Nick. I shut your mouth and play it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, young Nick Kubler is right. He's saying, if you guys want to support us here, please. Share us. That's youtube.com forward slash getting salty experience. Like, subscribe, share. The more of that you guys can do. What are you yelling about? I said my son's watching it. Yeah, he was. And uh, of course, follow us on Instagram at Salty Dog Inc., where you guys will get last minute updates on podcasts like these, so on and so forth. And last but not least, go over to www.gettingsaltyapparel to find beautiful t-shirts like uh, the one that Mr. Kevin is wearing right there for, as, a, as an example. Boom. Or that beautiful getting salty fishing hat right there. I dig that. I want one. I want one of those. I'm going to come over. I'm going to come over and steal one from the stores. Hopefully. We, got, we got another segment coming up. We got a lot of firemen who come up with really cool tools and really cool devices for the fire department. We're going to call it Inventor's Corner. I want to give them 20 or 30 minutes to explain what they got and why you should go out and buy it. And, of course, we're probably going to break his balls and all that other shit. So it, some of these guys come up, honestly, Pete, with really cool gadgets yeah. for the fire industry, and they have no way to get it out there. You know, we see these guys at the trade shows all the time. So we're going to have a couple of these guys on the show, a little event this corner. And if I got to say it again, listen, send in the pictures of the saltiest guy in your firehouse if you want to win. Three hundred dollars. Watch my partner's cringe right now. Three hundred dollars. What? <laughs> Listen to me. It's two hundred five is on right now. Things are bad. It's two hundred dollars 
for the guy who sends it and $100 for the guy who wins. And we're going right. to vote on it. Me, and you, and Pete are going to vote on the top six, and then we're going to throw it out there to the I audience. Got, I think I got two so far. The other day got I got two? two. Yeah. Send it out. Send me that salty guy. Send me that leather face, old, smoking, yellow fingertip, grainy-looking. <laughs> <laughs> he's got pork. When he talks, it sounds like he's got gravy in his, in his lungs. Like, <laughs> he's got to live longer than you. What's that? And he'll probably live longer than us. Mink. Oh, me. Me. that picture. And for God's sake, will you do me a favor? Will you share this freaking YouTube channel, bro? Share it. Share, share. it. Share it. Share it. Like I like to share Pete's old lady. Share <laughs> it. Share it. Share it. <laughs> she gets out there. Um, also, guys, just so you know, the the uh, uh, what did we do yesterday? Back in the day um, is up live right now on our uh, iTunes and uh, anywhere you find these podcasts that you listen to. So if you want to listen to the audio, it's up. It's live. It's ready to go. Uh, iTunes on, what, Pete? on the St. George Fire in 1995. It was a good one. 16 bagger. Boom. 16 bagger. All right, guys. You good? I'm good. Subscribe, subscribe, and share. Please. Subscribe, subscribe, and share, please. What we're doing, we're planning, is to take this on the road, bro. We're going yeah. on the road. We're going to go to Boston. We're going to go to Chi-Town. I got a buddy in Chicago. And we got to go to Texas, man. Texas. That's where I want to go, okay? <clears throat> Best yeah, barbecue bro. in the goddamn country. We're Best go ever. Texas. We're going to go to the West Coast. Whatever we're going to do a spotlight on, let's go. Let's get this going so we can start hitting the road so I have an excuse to tell my old lady I need to I need to go out to Chicago to see you. You know what I'm saying, bro? we got to make it big. That's what I'm saying. Let's go, let's go where we can uh, shoot some guns and see some cool firehouses. And uh, what, uh, next week we got uh, Ray Strong uh, from 111 Truck, the Nut House Rescue 4. He's got some good fire stories, so we got him next Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know what it is. But, well, uh, Rufi, you wanted to say we're going to start doing what, Mondays and Thursdays? What, yeah, Mondays we're going to try and keep something kind of regular so that it's Monday and Thursday. So well, that, Monday, yeah, I think it. Monday and Thursday. We'll talk about it, and we'll I'll make the announcement on Instagram. This way it's more consistent, you know, now that we're doing these types of things from the house. I want to do something on the Happy Land uh, fire. Ooh, and, happy uh, Land. You know, Bro, that was the anniversaries today, actually. Back in the day, how many people that lost their lives? seven. 87 fatalities years ago today, and today was the triangle, uh, the triangle of shirt, uh, shirt fire. Yes, Holy Same, 97 years ago. You know who knows a lot about that? <laughs> Get his ass on here, dude. I'm a big historian, bro. I'm not shitting you, I know a lot about. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Put him back in your lap where he belongs. Oh uh, my let's go. go take it, it out. Take it out. Stay low and go, bro. Pete told you everything you need to do. Get out there. Subscribe. Buy our shit. Keep us going. I See need money the like big that. one. Get the big one. Log Long it up. And stand by. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.